0: Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In 2018, Terrence Woods Jr. returned to the United States after several years abroad. Terrence worked as a production assistant on television and filming crews and was able to travel to so many places. Terence, always close to his family, returned to stay with them in Maryland, where he was from. In September of 2018, Terence took a job with Raw TV Productions. This job would take him to Montana in Idaho to film for the British reality TV show Gold Rush. He arrived in Montana on September thirtieth, 2018. Terrence was good at what he did, and he enjoyed it. At just 26 years old, he was living his dream. But his dream would turn into a nightmare. Just a few days after arriving, Terrence went to his supervisor and asked for a leave. He said his mother was sick and having surgery, and he needed to be there. This would end up being a lie, and Terence's family said Terence was not the type to say something like this, or even leave work early. He made arrangements to leave the crew and Montana on October 10th to fly back to Maryland, and his crew was sympathetic to him. On October 5th, the crew was filming in a very remote area of Idaho. Terence told a crew member that he had to go to the bathroom, and a few minutes later, Terence took off running towards a steep cliff area. The crew thought he was just going to go find a place to use the bathroom. When Terence got to the cliff, it appeared to one of the crew members that he might have fallen over. So they ran over to check on him, but they saw him at the bottom running away, seemingly unhurt. Terence never came back to the crew and searches for him turned up nothing. Where is Terence? Woods Jr. Hello, and welcome back to the Where Are They podcast. This story is really, really mysterious. Terence's family has continued to search for him and try to get attention to his story. And while it's been picked up here and there by the media, especially when it first happened, it really needs a lot more coverage. Terence is still missing and he needs to be brought home. Terence disappeared five years ago, and not only has there been no sign of him anywhere, his disappearance is strange maybe even suspicious. I want to give a big welcome to our newest Patreon member, Rhonda W. Thank you for supporting our missing. Our Patreon series, Missing in Yellowstone, is on the calendar for the month of November, with part one already up and part two going up very soon. This episode is partnered with Robinhood, a stock investing app that makes investing in stocks so easy. And really, guys, now is the time to invest, no matter who you are using, with most stocks being the lowest they've been in a very long time. We'll hear more on Robinhood in a bit. Let's get into the story of Terrence Woods Jr. This one will have you scratching your head for sure, and I really want to help his case reach more people. He's been missing way too long, and his family has been absolutely heartbroken over his disappearance. Terrence Woods Jr. was born on October 24th, 1991, Terrence grew up with one sister and two brothers in a very close-knit family. Terrence decided to go to University of Maryland for college, where he would graduate. After college, Terrence had different jobs with some different production companies, filming for television shows. Not only did he get to spend several years traveling, he was based in the UK for many of those years. While spending some time in London, Terrence also attended graduate school at American International University. He was described by everyone as a friendly and happy-go-lucky guy. Because of this, and because of his travels all over, Terrence had many friends from all over the globe. In September of 2018, Terrence returned home to his family in Maryland after living for five years in London. He would take another job with Raw TV, a production company out of London that produced and created shows such as Gold Rush, Banged Up Abroad, Shackleton: Death or Glory, 3 Identical Strangers, Stanley Tucci: Searching for Italy, and The Tinder Swindler. Terence had worked with this particular company before, and this assignment was going to send him to Idaho and Montana for work on the TV reality show Gold Rush. He arrived in Montana on September 30th, 2018. He spoke to his parents right after arriving, and nothing really seemed out of the ordinary. In fact, Terence continually sent his parents photos and videos of the beautiful sights in Montana and Idaho. Terence enjoyed being a production assistant and he was good at it, generally liked by those that worked with him. But something might have gone wrong at some point while Terence was on this assignment. A couple of days after arriving on set, Terence went to one of his supervisors. He told them that his mother was ill and was going to have to have surgery and he wanted he needed to get back to Maryland to be with her by October 10th. They were sympathetic and arrangements were made for him to fly back home on October 10th and he would stay in work up until then. The only problem with this was his mother was not having surgery, nor was she ill. But no one would learn this until several days later. The Disappearance On October 5, 2018, Terrence, along with the production crew, moved locations to the Penman Mine area of Idaho. Terrence had just a few more days of work before he would be heading back to Maryland. The crew was filming in some very rugged areas of Idaho for Gold Rush, and they had full schedules. That morning, at 8.34am, Terrence texted his dad, letting him know that he was coming home on October 10th. Terence Sr. wasn't exactly sure on why and thought something might have been up, but he really had no reason to be worried or concerned and Terrence didn't say anything else, although unfortunately, that would be the last communication Terrence Sr. would have with his son. At some point during that afternoon, Terrence mentioned to a fellow crew member that he had to use the bathroom. Minutes later, at 5.30 p.m., Terence was seen putting his camera down and running off towards a cliff. Colleagues thought he was just heading off to go use the bathroom. But soon, Terrence would disappear over the cliff. One of the colleagues, fearful that he had fallen, ran over to the cliffside to look. But when they looked over, They saw Terrence at the bottom, and he was running off towards a wooded area. While it was kind of odd, they figured he was just going to use the bathroom and he would be back soon. But Terrence didn't come back. Crew members went off in search of him, calling out for him and walking around the area, but there was no sign of Terrence, and there was no answer to any of their calls. Terrence Woods Jr. had disappeared. The Search Someone on set called 911. They knew they were going to need help. This terrain was rugged and they couldn't get around it themselves. None of them were even from the area, although there were a bunch of locals nearby assisting the crew who was adamant that expert search and rescue needed to come out and help. And the local sheriff's department did come out first, and pretty soon they were joined by the Idaho Fish and Game Officers and then members of the U.S. Forest Service. Had Terrence run off and become injured somewhere, or was he just going to use the bathroom? Was something else going on? It was noted early in the search that the terrain was exceptionally difficult. Cliffs, Heavily wooded areas, severe drop-offs, water, creeks, all of that made it challenging and sometimes dangerous even for the most experienced rescue personnel. Helicopters were brought in to search using infrared technology and to cover more ground. And during one of those searches, a hot spot was discovered, although a thorough search of that area turned up nothing. Certainly no sign of Terrence. Searchers did the best they could on foot, and search dogs were also brought in to help. The weather in these upper elevations had turned cold, and everyone was concerned about Terence being out there. The sheriff expressed his concern, specifically stating that people were yelling and calling out to Terence, but they were met with only silence as a response. Terence's parents were notified the next morning, on the morning of Saturday, October 6th, and they were immediately concerned. Something didn't seem right about this at all. To make matters worse, the crew told them something about Terence that really didn't sound like their son, nor did it make any sense. They told them that on the morning of October 5th, the same day that Terence disappeared, Terence had an anxiety attack. He had to take some time for himself, and he showed up to work later that day. Terence's family said that he had no history at all of anxiety attacks or even any history of mental illness of any sort. Now, of course, that doesn't mean it didn't happen, but family seemed suspicious of this story for some reason. The crew mentioned to the parents that maybe it had something to do with Terence's mother's health that he had been so worried about, worried enough to schedule time to go back to Maryland and be with her, but there was no illness. Terence's parents were completely baffled. They knew he had been planning on coming home on the 10th, but they didn't know why. His family thought something was going on there with the crew. Possibly something was happening with someone he was working with, and he needed to get away. Terrence's father tried to get some confirmation that his son had even made it to Idaho. It was just that morning, or shortly before, that they had left Montana. So he set out to try to find some surveillance footage or try to verify somehow the story of these crew members, but he was unable to find anything and the crew members weren't talking to them. In fact, the crew would leave completely right after his disappearance and his family was never given the names of those crew members. It was said that there were 10 to 12 crew members there and the family has only ever learned the identity of one. Was there something going on with the Raw TV crew out there in Idaho and Montana? Terence Sr. felt that there was something that prompted his son to tell the story about his mother and book a flight home. He must have had a reason that he needed to leave. A strong enough reason that he even lied about it. The search for Terence in that area of Penman, Idaho, lasted for seven days before it was called off. Law enforcement said they called it off because after seven days, they had no clues, no direction to go in, and the weather was getting worse by the day. The sheriff did reiterate that they were not closing the case, but they couldn't keep chasing their tails out there in that dangerous terrain and weather. They needed more to go on, and there was absolutely no sign of foul play, although Terrence's family insisted they were extremely suspicious of the circumstances and the details. Previous colleagues and crew members that Terrence had worked with before spoke up also and said none of this sounded like Terrence. Something seemed very, very wrong. Penman Mine, Idaho Penman Mine is located in the Ora Grande area, which is part of the larger Nez Perce Clearwater National Forest. It's in Idaho County in the northwestern to north central part of the state. It's a mountainous 8,500 square mile region. Nez Pierce is a U.S. national forest that consists of over 2 million acres. This was a super rugged and remote area, but that was nothing unusual for Terrence. Terrence had worked in very remote areas before, in Alaska, in Turkey, in Morocco. He was always prepared. In fact, when his parents eventually received Terrence's items after he vanished, he had everything he would have needed to be prepared for a multi-day shoot out in the wilderness. So what happened out there? Penman Mine doesn't have a whole lot of information specifically on the mine itself. It was an original gold mine and is located in the Ora Grande part of Idaho. It's also considered part of the Nez Paris National Forest and is owned and managed by the National Park System. There is only one main road to and from the mine, Grande dixie Road. The road leads right to the mine, which also sits on Homestake Creek, and then curves back around out of the area. Picture the letter V with the mine being where the letter comes to a point. By looking at the map, you can see how heavily wooded and remote this area is. You can also really see the elevation changes throughout the whole area. Where can one even go in this area? really nowhere very easily if you made it back to the road the only road again in and out of the area or a grande dixie road what are the chances of hitching a ride back to town somewhere i can't imagine that would be a heavily traveled area and it was probably mostly just used that day by the crew and the locals that were helping out but no one claimed to have seen terrence make it to the road The crew was staying in a hotel in Elk City, which is 17 miles from the Penman Mine location and the closest city or town to the mine. No one ever claimed to have seen Terrence back at Elk City either. Now, to make matters even more odd, Terrence wasn't the only disappearance in that area in early October of 2018. A woman would also vanish from the area. Connie Johnson was working as a cook at a hunting base camp about 40 miles away. Connie Johnson also vanished into thin air. Before we take a look at Connie's disappearance, let's have a quick word about this episode's partner, Robinhood. If you are a stock market newbie and don't want to invest thousands of dollars to get started, Robinhood is the perfect solution. Robinhood allows you to start investing with as little as a few dollars. It's a perfect way to start learning and to start your journey to wealth. When stocks are down, it's the perfect time to buy cheap. Simply download the secure Robinhood app, deposit a few dollars, and find a stock to invest in. I've been on Robinhood for a few years now and started with putting in just $5 a week and buying into a stock. I've done some trades, made some money, and built a portfolio along the way. It's been a great way to learn the market and invest some money, earning money. And what's even better, use our link in the show notes and you'll receive a completely free stock valued anywhere from five to $200 per share. Don't be scared of the stock market. Get in now while prices are low and sell in the future later when prices are high. Invest in yourself. Again, you'll find the link to the Robin Hood app in our show notes, and we'll share the link for you as well over on social media. Connie Marie Saylor Johnson Connie Johnson was 76 years old in October of 2018 when she was last seen. She worked as a camp cook for Ritchie Outfitters, which organizes hunting trips in the Montana and Idaho wilderness area. The camp they were at was known as the Big Rock Base Camp in Idaho County. Different reports have different dates that she was last seen. Some will say October 2nd, some October 3rd, and others list her disappearance as October 5th, October 5th, of course, being the same day that Terrence vanished. Big Rock Base Camp is located about 40 miles from Penman Mine. Connie had a lot of outdoor and wilderness experience. She had previously served as a ranger for the U.S. Forest Service, a position that she held for 25 years. Everyone who knew her spoke highly of her and her survival skills and wilderness skills. She was an expert, she was a pro. She was last seen when the hunters left the camp on October 2nd. The next day, October 3rd, the hunters said they did have some radio contact with Johnson, but they couldn't understand what she was saying. When the hunters returned to the campsite on October 5th, Connie and her border collie dog that was always with her, Ace, were both gone. She had left her jacket behind on a table, which was laying on top of her gun. Searches for Connie took place until October 16th, when authorities officially called off the search. A few weeks later, Ace, her dog, was found wandering around Moose Creek Ranger Station, which is about 15 miles from Big Rock Camp. Ace was underweight, but otherwise he was okay and in good health. But there has been no sign of Connie Johnson. Is it a coincidence that Connie and Terrence disappeared at the same time? Most likely, as there really isn't anything to connect the two. Connie, a 76 year old Caucasian woman working as a cook, and Terrence, a 26 year old African American man working as a film crew employee. But without any answers in either of their cases, I'd say we'd be premature to discount any possibilities. The Questions. so many questions in the case of Terrence Woods Jr. One thing that has come up in his case is the fact that law enforcement never looked at Terrence's cell phone or laptop, citing that there was just no reason to. There was no evidence to lead them to have to get a search warrant. Although I'm not sure if the family could have voluntarily turned these items over to law enforcement. It seems that they would have graciously done so. And I think his disappearance alone would have given them cause to search these. And it might have held some clues to his intentions or possible mental state that was alluded to by his co-workers. And what about this lie he told about having to go back to Maryland to see his mother, who was supposedly having surgery? Terrence had never left a job early before, and this seemed really out of character for him. Possibly his cell phone or laptop might have held some answers to those questions. So really, why weren't his electronics looked at? I also have questions about this mental state. He had no history of anxiety or mental illness. That doesn't mean something hadn't happened or that something didn't occur. Investigators did say that all the accounts they had of Terrence's behaviors all seemed to match and there was no evidence of foul play, although it was a really small group that he was with. Terrence's family has raised some questions about why no one from the crew that day will identify themselves and answer any questions that the family has. Lastly, one report stated that Terrence's belongings at the hotel were neatly packed up either as if he hadn't unpacked when he first arrived, or he was packing to leave. However, he had been in Montana and Idaho for five days, and he wasn't leaving for another five. Some said that the items that he had worn were also packed up and put back in his suitcase, leaving some to wonder, had someone else gone into his room and packed up his belongings? Or had Terrence himself packed up all of his items? Such a bizarre case of a young man out in the wilderness with no history of mental illness suddenly just taking off. It sounds eerily like the case of Daniel Robinson out in Arizona. What do you think happened to Terrence Woods Jr.? Terrence is described as an African-American male standing five foot nine inches tall, and weighing around 150 pounds when he was last seen in October of 2018. Terrence has very short black hair and brown eyes. He was 26 years old when he was last seen and would today be 31. Anyone with any information on the whereabouts of Terrence Woods Jr., please contact the Idaho County Sheriff's Office at 208-983-1100. Connie Johnson is described as a Caucasian female, about 5 foot 7 inches tall, and weighing around 140 pounds when she was last seen, also in October of 2018. She has shorter blonde hair and blue eyes. She was 76 years old when she was last seen and would today be 80 years old. Anyone with any information on the whereabouts of Connie Johnson? please contact the Idaho County Sheriff's Office again at 208-983-1100. Thank you so much for listening to Terrence's story today. Such bizarre and strange circumstances involving how he vanished. I'm really surprised his case doesn't get talked about more. His family still openly hopes and prays for answers. Please share his story any way that you can. A big thank you again to Rhonda for supporting our show over on Patreon. You can join our detective group over there for just $3 a month and help support our mission, our charities, as well as receive some bonus content and podcast merch. You can find us at www.patreon.com slash wherearethepodcast. Anyone with any case suggestions for us, please feel free to email me at canwefindthem@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm particularly interested in the cases that haven't been featured much or covered much in the media, the cases that fly under the radar and need all the help they can get. Please give us a follow over on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We will post regular case updates and news on missing person cases from all over. Lastly, a big thank you to Robinhood, today's podcast partner. Download the app today and get a free stock. Take advantage of the low stock market prices today and enjoy how easy Robinhood makes investing. We will be back again very soon with another unsolved missing persons case. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.